every moment of my life is a constant parade of sadness. Hey, Truge, what are you having for dinner? Today my dinner is a breakfast sandwich from the majesty of Avellino's in Medford, Massachusetts. Um, right now I'm eating the potatoes, which actually are usually like not my favorite. Um, right now I'm drowning them in ketchup, which makes them like pretty tolerable. So wait, is this breakfast ketchup or dinner ketchup? Well, you know, there's, there lies the rub, Brian, because this is a dinner situation. Um, It's dinner time. This is not my first meal of the day. But I'm eating breakfast food, so I think we should ask our listeners about that. Uh, you can tweet that at Allison Truge with all of your controversial opinions, and leave me out of this. No, just kidding. Please at me, too. I'm at underscore Brian Hamilton. Too busy eating mashed potatoes to uh, notice yourself plugs. Wait, wait. Are these mashed potatoes or potatoes potatoes? Because I thought they were potatoes potatoes. No, 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 no. No, they're breakfast potatoes. But you mashed them? No. So they're, no, they're not mashed at all. Um, I don't like mashed potatoes. I know you don't. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, these are these are kind of like the way that Kim, our friend Kim, makes potatoes, which is like where you have um, those little yellow potatoes, like the little itty bitty ones, and you kind of like quarter them, and then you boil them, and then you kind of like fry them a little bit. Like the frying comes kind of later in the process. So they're more like... They're kind of like dinner potatoes, like kind of like the way I would prepare to like potatoes. You were about to say tomatoes, weren't you? Tomatoes and molasses. <laughs> Nowhere near as good as potatoes and molasses. I, for dinner, had stromboli, but I only asked you about your dinner because you had a breakfasty dinner. Uh, for breakfast, I had a tasty cake apple pie. Anyway, uh, for dinner, I had a Oh stromboli. my God, tasty cake. I thought that those didn't exist anymore. What? No, of course they exist. In Pennsylvania, they, like, went out of business. Like, you can't get Tasty Cakes anymore. Uh, wow. I, I knew there was something about Twinkies. Are Twinkies Tasty Cakes? No, they're Hostess. Um, no, no, Tasty Cake still is alive and well in New Jersey. I went to, of all things, a Wawa to get it. Damn right you did. Mm-mm-mm. Um, what do you have for breakfast proper? My breakfast proper? Actually, do I even remember... I've had a weird day. I, like, haven't been feeling very well, so I basically woke up at four. And you know that thing where, like, you haven't seen sunlight all day? And it just feels kind of yucky. Um, so basically, I woke up at four. Oh, you know what I had? I had a, a peanut, peanut butter, butter and, and jelly, jelly sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Brian knows, because basically when I woke up at four, I was, like, so sad that I wasted the whole day. So I was like, can we FaceTime while I clean my kitchen? <laughs> And I made a sandwich. Apparently, I looked really cute. You did look really cute. There are screenshots. They're not going in the show notes. That makes it sound like there's something bad about them. There's nothing bad about them, but I know you like your privacy. Thank you. You're welcome. Podcast privacy. TM. TM Trains? No, no. Trademarked. Even though TM Trains is probably going to be the person that uh, enforces podcast privacy as he is pseudonymous himself. True. What are we going to talk about today, Brian? Uh, We are going to talk about the holy breakfast sandwich. Ah, 
Praise be to the sandwich. The sandwich of justice. No, not the sandwich of justice. The sandwich of justice is different. It is a uh, uh, you suck at cooking video that needs to be watched to understand the beauty of the sandwich of justice. This is the sandwich of godliness. I think we can come up with something better than godliness. I also think it can be the sandwich of justice, but our version of it. But it has nothing to do with the original sandwich of justice, as described it's in the breakfast Yusaka cooking. sandwich. There are eggs in it. Yeah, but the breakfast of or the breakfast the, the sandwich of justice to me is all about the weird stuff he puts on, like pickles and what else was on it? Mayo and some other weird stuff. That not has, mayo. Not mayo. Okay, just a bunch of weird stuff that has nothing to do with breakfast. Well, I think we can come up with a better with a better leanness or like. You know what I'm saying? Better than godliness. I, I agree. Uh, let's workshop this as we go. But for now, what do you say we describe what the sh- sandwich was? Uh, so I want you to start because you just consumed the sandwich and you didn't have any part in creating it. That is very true. Uh- <laughs> that's like some that's some that's some sly shade on my part. It's like, oh, well, you didn't help at all. It's warranted shade, honestly. So. Uh, welcome back to Most Important Meal. Uh, we are here with Allison Truge, creator of the bleep sandwich, insert name later. Uh, today, we are going to talk about said sandwich. How are you doing tonight, Al? Every moment of my life is a constant parade of sadness. Fantastic. Now, here's the thing. We have a series of delicious, delicious ingredients here in the sandwich. One day, I'm going to drop the accent. This is a dumb bit. Uh, so we went to the grocery that. store. <laughs> I hate it so much. (laughs) So we went to the grocery store, and I think the impetus for this was you finding pretzel rolls, was it not? I mean, I I just, like, found the pretzel rolls, and I thought to myself, there's no way I'm leaving without you. Oh, God, my captain, my love. So I I just had them, and I needed to use them. (laughs) So, yeah, no, they were delicious, and we had them. Because, honestly, I I had a whole, like, bag of them, like, these kind of, like, dinner rolls that were, like, pretzel rolls. And for, like, honestly, there were probably four of them. And for literally two of the rolls, I just ate them. Like, I didn't... (laughs) I didn't put anything on them. I just like straight up consumed them. You're more of a pretzel roll aficionado than I am, but are they anything? I wouldn't but... say aficionado. Okay, you you eat them more and enjoy them more than I do. Are they anything other than just pretzel dough in the shape of a roll, or are they like a hybrid of pretzel and bread? So actually, they're made this way. It's really fascinating. It's when you take kind of like bread dough, um, and then you take some baking soda. And you coat it on the outside, and then there's a chemical reaction um, that makes it into a pretzel roll. But it's really temperamental because you also, like, part of the brushing of the baking soda on the bread loaf, bread, or brushing it onto the dough, excuse me, uh, while you're doing that, you also have to say nice things to the dough. um, And depending on how nice of a compliment and how genuine the compliment was to the dough, uh, that'll show how successful you are. So if you come out with regular bread, you know that like the pretzel gods like were not very happy with your flattery. Or they thought that you even if you thought you were like pretty flattering, um, that means that the pretzel roll thought that you went in a little too hard and it came across as disingenuous. Hey pretzel roll, I really, really think you're uh 
rich, dark, nutty color is pretty beautiful today. You see, you, you kind of hesitated a little bit there. So I think the pretzel roll would probably think that you're mocking it a little bit. It's a little condescending. Hey, pretzel roll. I believe in you. And I truly believe you're going to go on to do great things in life. I don't think that... So the pretzel roll doesn't need you to, like, make a, like, wide claim at it. It just needs to, like, have a really heartfelt, genuine compliment. Hey, pretzel roll. I like your scores today. You see, that would actually garner a pretty great pretzel roll. Because it would be like, hey, that makes me feel really good about myself. But I know that you're being totally genuine. They're, like, kind of not very trustworthy. I know I'm not. (laughs) People have hurt them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... It's difficult to um, be a pretzel roll in today's society. So we got pretzel rolls, and uh, we went on to, or you rather went on to cook eggs. And the eggs were good. They were very, very good. But we didn't do anything special to them. The other things we did. How dare you? No, no, we, we, like, <laughs> we didn't do anything unique to them. They were perfectly cooked. Believe me, they were. But we didn't do anything like weird to them. We didn't sous vide them. We didn't do any sort of like weird poaching thing we just fried eggs and it was delicious But before i put them in the pan i looked at them in the little egg carrier and i was like hey little guys i believe in you would you say that isn't unique or special because <laughs> i think a compliment is special no matter if it's something small or something big brian i would say it's special but honestly not that unique you give me compliments like that all the time and i cherish them I hate us so much. (laughs) We're terrible. Okay, you fried eggs. And we had eggs. And they were very special. Okay, so to recap, we had pretzel rolls, eggs, candied bacon. So you were right. I hadn't tried this yet. But then you made me this candied bacon. You thought that you had tried it before because you you talked a really like big game about candied bacon, and then I realized you didn't understand what I was talking about, and you thought I was just talking about regular bacon. Tell us about candied bacon. Candied bacon is what happens when you believe in your dreams. Um, you take like little slices of bacon, and then put them in a bowl with brown sugar, uh, and. I put in a little bit of cayenne pepper because I like them to be a little bit spicy and also just like regular pepper. Um, and you like swish them around and then they have this like coating of brown sugar, cayenne pepper and actual pepper. And then you use the bacon method and you put them in the oven. Uh, honestly, I so the recipe that I was reading was an Alex Gornichelli, um recipe because she's a badass bitch and like I want to replicate every facet of her life including the way that she cooks bacon um and crushes the patriarchy but uh she she recommends putting the bacon on at like 325 which is a really like low temperature um like cooking it lower but longer um and like totally resist putting the temperature up i'm not exactly sure why she does it that way but she does it and i trust her um and so I put them in the oven on a baking sheet at 325 for, I think, like, 20 minutes. And then, like, I think I usually do an extra 10, depending on, like, how crispy I want them. And then when they're done, uh, they're they're kind of, like, greasy, but, like, crispy. And so to drain off some of the excess fat, um, I use, like, 
another baking sheet with like a cookie cooling rack on top of it. And then I put the bacon on top of that to just kind of drip a little bit, like to not make them so fatty. Um, And then once you let them sit for a couple seconds, they're just like perfect. And you've got like this sort of candied crust around them. That's just really delicious. You're making me hungry all over again. Stop it. Teehee. Uh, it was delicious. It was everything I dreamed of and more. Uh, the brown sugar just melted in my mouth, and it complemented the bacon flavor perfectly. When we first started dating, there was a night where we lined a baking pan with bacon and then put cinnamon rolls in there, <laughs> trying to infuse the two and bake them together so they become delicious, and it didn't work. It was. It didn't work. It sounds like it's such a good idea, but the bacon didn't crisp up. Um, in this instance, it allows the bacon to actually crisp up because it has a room. I think if we had done that experiment, we the way that we had cooked them was in like a circular pan, mm-hmm. like an eight inch pan, like because that's how you make cinnamon rolls. Um, but I think if we had done the same thing, but did cinnamon rolls on like a cookie sheet, like a nine inch cookie sheet and given room around the bacon, it probably would have uh, crisped up a little better. It really like this application of sweet bacon worked infinitely better than our cinnamon roll bacon and i absolutely loved it it was amazing and well and it's it's really unassuming and it brings a really wonderful texture to the sandwich this Mm -hmm. is coming from a person who like prefers sausage in almost every like in almost every instance but like candied bacon has a really important moment you know it is so perfect and i know you like sausage more it i feel like it's because it's sweeter and honestly, the bacon you made is as sweet as a lot of the sausage you like. Yeah, totally. And also, like, I mean, this sandwich doesn't even compare to the sandwich that my roommate James Miranda made me out of those two devil's, devil's food donuts. <laughs> <laughs> One day that'll be the, the other sandwich of justice or, like, other hyperbolic word. I imagine that... We create out of our podcast a Hyrule style world, and our Triforce is this sandwich, the Devil's Food Donut Sandwich, and some other Ganondorf sandwich. Ooh. I wonder what the other sandwich would be. Mm-hmm. It's would it be like be... a Duncan's sandwich? No, no. It's got to be something of our own creation. Maybe like... Oh, gosh. I can't think of, like, another sandwich that we've made that was, like, really important. We can work I'm sure we this. have. Yeah, okay. Um, and finally, we had... I, I believe it was Cheddar Jack cheese? Or what, what cheese was on no! it? No! How dare you? I forget you? what cheese was on it. It was something How cool and weird, right? dare you? What was it, Truge? It was monster cheese. Uh, I knew it was something with an M. What if I was just like, it's monster cheese? It's Munster. It's Gene Munster cheese. <laughs> you right. But, but yeah, it, it was Munster cheese because I love Munster. It's like still pretty mild, but it's got this flavor to it that you can't quite put your finger on. But you can like put it in your mouth and taste it. So this sandwich had everything. It had the savoriness of the pretzel. It had the like fry gooiness perfectness of the egg. It had the sweetness and the crunch of the bacon. And it had the creaminess of the cheese. It was everything together in one perfect bite. And I think I have a name for it. What's that? The sandwich of serendipity. 
Was- I mean, I, I'm a really big fan of that alliteration. I was going to say at the end of this podcast, we should like have a like go back and forth, like saying different names of this sandwich. Like we usually do with things like breakfast cop out. Yes. It doesn't work if you pre-plan it, Trooch. <laughs> I'm not saying that we need to pre-plan it. I'm just like putting the space and the time to like workshop the idea. This is like the way that Aven- Adventure Time does it. Sandwich of serendipity. Sandwich of cop-outs. Sandwich of creaminess. Sandwich of hyperbolic appreciation. Sandwich. Oh, okay. That was a low blow. <laughs> Sandwich of sorry. And so I'm offering a simple sandwich to kids from 1 to 92. Although it's been said that eggs are really gross. Wait, what? What song is this? Eggs are great. And you are wrong, and I bet you smell so bad. What song is this? Um, it's a song I wrote about eggs. (laughs) (laughs) People that don't like them.